Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about. No problem. The Jen Kirkman. What the F did I just say? No problem. I just said no problem. What am I, Alf? The name of the podcast is No Fun. No Fun. The Jen Kirkman podcast. Podcast. I'm not drunk. I'm not high. I, as far as I know, I'm not insane. Well, this actually reminds me of one of the things I'm going to talk about today, which is the outtake video of Donald Trump. But anyway, because I'm, I'm clearly having a Donald Trump moment, but no fun. The Jen Kirkman podcast. This is episode 15 in season 10. If you are hearing this on your favorite podcast app, you are getting the first 15 minutes of this episode for free with ads. And If you would like to get the full episode as well as other bonus episodes, please do join my Patreon. It is $3 or $5 a month. That's it. I mean, that's a sin. It's a sin not to join at that rate. Please click the link in the show notes to join. I ain't doing this for my health. I'm doing it to pay the bills. Um, One of the things I do to pay the bills, I got a lot of bills. Got a lot of, got a big life, people. All right. So join the Patreon. Support a woman in comedy, support me. Quick announcement. All of the rest of my Gonna Panic Like It's 1999 shows at Union Hall in Brooklyn are canceled. Not rescheduled. Canceled. And I'm so sorry. All of you that bought tickets will be receiving a refund. 
I do not do this lightly. I'm sure you guys are excited to, I mean, everyone loves a cancellation, right? I know you're probably excited to see the show. I told y'all don't ever travel to see me because that's just foolishness. I don't think any of you who purchased tickets uh, were traveling, but again, that's your own risk. But everyone loves a cancellation. Now you've got an afternoon or an evening free and you're going to get some money back into your account. I do feel badly for Union Hall as they have to now give that money back. But here is the reason I canceled. COVID. I mean, it's just 100%. We are surging. And, you know, um, we have no mask mandate anymore in New York City. Uh, We have no vaccine mandate. Now, the Union Hall venue does have a vaccine requirement. But what does that mean anymore? You could have just received the the first two shots, which only uh, work against the alpha and beta strain, which were so far beyond that. So you you have your two shots. You didn't get the the third one, the fourth one. You didn't get the two boosters. You're as good as uh, unvaccinated, right? Well, we never went that far as a country. Don't get me all babbling about this right now. So uh, there's that aspect. There's the other aspect, which is the new variants do evade the boosters. But again, get your boosters for the love of God, because I still have not gotten COVID and I had all four shots. and. It certainly prevents you from getting hospitalized or dying. Uh, although I I know people that have had COVID who've had all four shots and they felt pretty crappy. Um, but again, it was the same crappy you'd feel if you had a bad flu or bad cold. Again, without it, you could get long COVID and or be in the hospital. So, okay, so we don't know how many vaccines and boosters people in the audience have had. I. I asked Union Hall if they would go along with implementing a mask mandate for my shows. And they said, sure, because they are a lovely venue that you should support. And because the first couple of nights I did my shows, I looked out into the sea of people and it's a small venue. You know, this was a workout. This was for me to work out a new one woman show. What I realized, by the way, is that I actually have two shows on my hands. I had too much material. And so at some point in the future, I will be doing uh, both shows at some point, not at the same time, obviously. So lots to work with, and I have things that I need to work on to get both of them to a place they need to be at, but I will not be doing it, uh, I will be having to write it on my own at home, I will not be doing it live on stage. And so I would look out into the sea of faces, and I would see, you know, like 70, 80 people without masks on in a small, low ceiling, unventilated room, no, no fresh air. There's no, you know, whatever that's called that airplanes have. There's none of that circulation. And I'm sitting there talking with my mouth open for 90 minutes. And y'all are laughing with your mouths open in my general direction for 90 minutes without masks. It's really foolish. And you know me, I was not touring during COVID. Now, listen, I didn't want to anyway, so it wasn't hard. But uh, I very much don't want to put y'all at risk if you're not going to take care of yourselves by putting masks on. And I'm certainly not putting myself at risk. Now, what things will I risk? Well, I I have to go back and forth from New York to LA because I also live in LA. I will visit family as needed. I will do certain things that are just, you know, we've in some ways 
I guess we uh, work, my job, my writing job, um, we have a huge safety and testing protocol and beyond that, you know, we're masked and we do it, but whatever. I mean, at the, I am around people. So I do have risks, but what I associate with those risks is, okay, do I need this money to survive? Yes. Do I need like interaction with humans to mentally survive? Yes. Do I need to take care of things in my home in LA? Yes. So but what is not worth the risk is working on a one-person show that was supposed to be, this was just supposed to be for me, like for my creative journey. It wasn't going to be a Netflix special. It wasn't even going to be, if it's going to be something where it's like, oh, I do it off Broadway in New York or whatever. I mean, that's going to be years from now. It was really just, hey, I don't do stand-up anymore. Let me see if I get my ass on stage, what I can do with this wealth of ideas I have that were related to panic, anxiety, fear, flying, childhood, the 80s, whatever. And, but again, it was not money I needed to live on. It was not some desperate mental health thing, you know, that was somehow going to do something for me. Like, oh my God, I need to be around people. There was, it was just like, if y'all have the time and if I have the time, let's do this. Let me entertain you while I work on something. If you enjoy seeing the process of someone work something out, you're the perfect audience member for me. I don't care if there's 10 people there or 100. I can get the job done either way. But that is not worth risking COVID for. And I, I, the last show I did, the last two shows I did, there was a mask mandate. And there is cocktails at this place and people were taking much advantage of the you can, you must wear a mask, but you can not wear it while you're drinking. And so people would just have the mask down around their chin or off completely while they sipped their drink for, you know, the duration of the show. And look, I'm an audience member at things at times. Uh, I know how to wear a mask and like keep it on my nose and like pull it up over my mouth and take a sip and put it back down. That's what I do. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying that's even... It is less risky. Let's just not be stupid. But I found it, to be honest, very disrespectful. And I'm not trying to punish anyone. And they're like, well, I'm not doing the shows. And I just, it was disrespectful, but it was mostly scary. But like when I have a second thought about it, I'm like, that's really rude. You know, like you're not protecting the people around you. You're not protecting yourself. Um, but you're not protecting me. You know, someone you probably claim is like, oh, you're my favorite. Well, put a fucking mask on because I am up there performing and I have asthma. And so the last show I did, I looked out into the sea of faces and just blatantly no one was wearing a mask. I mean, a few people were. Thank you. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And I got on stage and I said, if you won't put your masks on, I'm going to have to wear one during the show. Because I, I, and so I wore one because people just would not put them on. And so I did a show for 90 minutes in a mask. And guess what? Not that comfortable. And now I know there's nurses and doctors and people who do a lot more in a mask for a lot longer. 
Is wearing a mask for 90 minutes and talking absolutely fine? Of course. It just it just makes me hot. That's all. You get me hot flashing up there and just, you know, it's not that fun to perform in a mask, especially when it's like I probably would do it maskless if y'all would put yours on. And, you know, I just I just was like, what am I even doing? Like, I know that we're kind of it feels like we're on our own right now with COVID and I'm going to be my own best advocate. I'm going to take care of myself and I'm going to keep up with what the epidemiologists are saying, what the numbers are saying and what the numbers aren't saying because people are testing at home and they're not reporting. And so the case numbers are enormous. And what's more frightening is they're probably even larger than that because of the lack of reporting. So it's not worth it. And uh, so those are canceled until further notice. We'll see how we'll see how we go in the um, next phases of this, if the variant specific vaccine or I don't know, when, whenever I feel comfortable is when you'll see me on stage again. So sorry for that long explanation, but I you, you can hear my voice and a little resentment in there that uh, trust me, even if y'all had masks on, I, w- I would have canceled these shows because it's just still like I wasn't having a good time the last couple shows because I was so uncomfortable thinking about COVID. And so Trust me, there's there's nothing, there's no perfect solution, even if it means all of you in masks. It's just, it just doesn't feel right to me. So anyway, this week on No Fun or No Problem, as I said, what am I, how different would that podcast be? Oh, uh, let's not even think about it because it sounds awful. But what am I going to talk about this week? I'm going to give my take on the Trump um, outtakes that we saw in the January 6th committee hearing, if you saw the last one that aired, not the last one, but the last one that aired and then the last one for a little while. I know they're going to be doing more. I'm going to talk about a Google fired one of their software engineers who claimed that its AI chatbot is sentient. (laughs) Would you go to a wedding where the bride has COVID? And whatever else I want to talk about that's going on in my life. But let me just give my quickie, quickie hot take on the Donald Trump outtakes. If you didn't see the January 6th committee hearing, I'm sure you can find it anywhere on YouTube. But basically, as we all remember, Trump did a video from the White House the day after the January 6th insurrection. January 7th, that would be. And the committee got hold of the outtakes. And you can hear Ivanka, she's I don't know if she's running the camera, but she's off camera talking to her dad and he's reading, I I assume from a teleprompter or she's got cue cards. I don't, I don't know, but you know, she's obviously like 10 feet in front of him off camera, as I said. So he's saying, uh, you know, I want to, um, okay. So everyone who was there yesterday, this was a terrible thing, um, for our country. And then he would stop and say things like, no, I don't want to say that. No, I don't want to say I already said they're going to pay big. I don't want to say what they did was against the law because so then, okay, so I'll get into why I think he said certain things. And then he says yesterday's, he goes, Ooh, yesterday's a hard word for me. It's kind of funny, but like not that funny to be honest. And he's like, just let's not say that. And then he says they defied. He says, Oh no, that says defiled, right? Let's, okay. I can't see it. So I've been listening to every political podcast and every media, whatever, everyone's analysis about this. And Here's my problem with anybody right now that is 
anti-Trump and that worries that he's going to run for president again and God forbid win or worry that right now the next coup is being put in place. If you don't at this point understand who Trump is and why he does things, I don't know how you're going to win this fight. Like this requires not even that sophisticated, but it worries me. It might be too sophisticated for most Americans. A little bit, unfortunately, I guess it is sophisticated, understanding of him. Now, first of all, there's a big rumor that he can't read. I don't know how true that is. I do know that people that worked on Saturday Night Live said he was a real pain in the ass in the writer's room and, it, and it, he wouldn't read things out loud. Now, that could be because he's not a good reader. He could be dyslexic. He could be embarrassed to read out loud. I don't know. I don't think he literally cannot read. I mean, that's, I do not believe that. I do not believe that he has dementia. Now, there's a famous mob story. I believe it was, he was basically, there was a mobster when they, you know, when La Cosa Nostra was getting kind of demolished and cleaned up and everybody was turning on each other. There was a mobster who, pretended to be insane. Uh, Vincent Louis Giganti, also known as the Chin. He was the boss of the Genovese crime family. Okay, in New York City from 81 to 2005. So he feigned mental illness for decades. Do you understand this? Not just at the time that he was popped, for decades, knowing if I ever get popped, I can be like, I'm mentally ill. So I believe because Trump is literally, not, not, not tries to be a, literally a mobster, his family had ties to the mob in New York City as well as the Russian mob that's also in New York City. He knows this. He knows this game. I believe he has been mildly pretending to be a little bit fucked up so that you can have years of evidence of him on video saying things wrong. Now, there was one time when his dentures slipped. Um, you know, we saw him drink a glass of water with two hands. He walks weird. All of this, there's something going on for sure, but I do believe that he will claim he has dementia or is mentally ill. I, now, I do believe that he's, I do believe the rumors that he's allegedly an Adderall addict, that he's snorting this, doing that. Of course, I do believe that. I do believe that he's maybe um, there was also the allegation that he had syphilis and that does kind of rot your brain. But I do not believe he currently has dementia because, again, you can go, no, 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 Jen, but look at this. Look at that. No, I get it. It's very believable that he would. That's my point. He knows what he's doing. Now, I might be wrong, but I'd rather think about it the way I am, than people that are like, he has dementia. Look at him. He's acting all crazy. It's like, guys, you've got to get smarter than this. I don't want you. You're not going to be able to be on my um, FBI team. I'm not going to hire you if you can't think. You got to think like a mobster, right? So when he said defile, define, that's literally just someone saying, I can't see. And you know that he can't see because he's 78 years old. And have you ever seen the man wear glasses? He wouldn't do that. This week, I don't, I have the best, best vision in the world. It's 20, the doctor said it's 40 40. This is more than 20 20. I have beautiful eyes, the best eyes, tremendous eyes. And you go, oh, maybe he wears contacts. No, you think that guy is going to shove something in his eyeball every day with, with ketchup on his fingers? He's not doing that. 
his eyes would be infected. Forget putting it in his eye and then taking it out. His eyes would be infected. <laughs> he would never know how to handle that. He's not going to read. He's not going to put on his readers on, on camera if he has them at all. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And I don't know if he would even allow anyone to write in big font. No, we can't do that because then it's going to look weak. So he, I don't think he saw what the, everyone's like, oh my God, did you see where he didn't know if it was defied or defiled and then said he couldn't see it? I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much a narcissist who couldn't see something. It's easier for him to say he can't see it, which doesn't imply he has bad vision. He just couldn't see that word, which you can easily blame on someone else. Okay. 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 And then he says, yesterday's a hard word for me. Okay. I mean, that doesn't listen, guys, I want to say horrible things about him, but it doesn't mean he has dementia. It doesn't mean he's stupid and it doesn't mean anything. I mean, case in point, my one woman show that I was just talking about, I'm talking at this point in the show about the sound the engine of an airplane made the first time I was on a plane. I'm trying to say the word W-H-I-R-R-I-N-G, roaring. It, it sounds like I'm saying roaring roaring. And I'm like, I hate saying that word. I remember one night on stage because I was reading something I wrote. I went, Roar, oh, I don't like saying the word roaring. So I'm, I'm not going to say it. So I changed it. I forget what I said. I think I said rumbling or something. A word that actually doesn't work for what I was trying to say. But am I, do I have dementia? Am I on drugs? No. So it's like sometimes a word is like, I don't like that word. It, it, there's no, there's no, there's no there there. Was it funny? I mean, sure. Uh, and then the other thing when he's saying, no, I won't say that about them. I've heard so many pundits say, because he doesn't want to say bad things about his followers because they're his people. And I'm like, guys, it's literally as simple as he doesn't want to implicate himself because Everything that happened that he incited is against the law. So it's just legal stuff. I mean, it's just that simple, y'all. There's not like, there's plenty of pathology and be like, oh, you know, he's, uh, he does this for that reason. But this simple legal stuff, it's the same thing that drives me crazy when liberals fall for, why isn't Biden doing something about the, when, you know, we had the hearings for Amy COVID, COVID Barrett, as I like to call her, and Brett Kavanaugh, and we asked them if they believed that Roe versus Wade was, you know, settled and, and, you know, they wouldn't fuck with it. It's like, guys, they didn't lie. I hate to tell you, but they're lawyers. They may not be the worst people ever. They may not be the brightest judges or lawyers, but they know how to not perjure themselves. Okay. So when we watch the video of them being asked, do you believe Roe v. Wade is the, however they put it? Um, well, yeah. I mean, they're literally going, yes, Roe v. Wade is a constitutional uh, amendment that's been around since 1973. You know, whatever. They're not saying, and I believe it should stay that way or under, you know, as, as a member of the Supreme Court, I will, I will not touch it. And, and they were asked questions that 
that were like, will you overturn it? And they answered basically in a general way that they would not overturn any, anything, any decisions unless they had like basically to put it in layman's terms, had a good reason and had re uh, examined the case. Now that gets them out of everything because they actually re-examined the case of Dobbs like, and they decided, no, they don't think it's constitutional. Now they're bullshitting and they meant, they planned to do this since day one. That's why they wanted to be on the Supreme Court. This We know this, but they didn't, they didn't uh, obviously say it out loud, but they didn't say the opposite either. They just said exactly enough to not perjure themselves. And the problem is whomever was questioning them could have said, these answers are the perfect answers if you don't want to perjure yourself. But I'm asking you, do you want to, like they could have, now they're never going to answer, but they would get all fumbly bumbly. Now, again, they were going to get confirmed because Trump was in charge. But again, like don't waste your time with performative progressives who are like, Biden needs to um, impeach them. and There's no case. They never said that they would protect Roe v. Wade. They never said that. And I remember watching, I I watched the hearings. I watched the confirmations. And I remember thinking then, ah, brilliantly evil what they're doing. They're not, they're saying exactly what they need to say so they don't perjure themselves. Guys, you just got to be a little, just got to be a little uh, more with it. You got to look for who's grifting where. Who's trying to pretend that this thing isn't happening so they can grift? You got to keep your eyes open. Speaking of grifting, the rest of this episode will only be available to Patreon subscribers. So click the link in the show notes to join and I'll see you over there. 